It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. We're going to talk love. My accent is French, but I want to tell you a piece of advice about love that my sister Judith, who's a therapist back in Paris, told me. And I thought it was very, very smart. So I want to share it. She said that when you meet somebody for the first time, if you have a discomfort, a discomfort, she used the word discomfort, and you don't know why, Don't insist, run away. She said, because toxic people have a vibe and you will feel it. You won't know what it is, but you'll feel unease, discomfort. And don't ever go on a second date with somebody who makes you feel uncomfortable, ever, she told me. No matter how charming, nice, educated, uh, successful, never, she said. I see so many patients who look back and said, On the first date, I felt some discomfort, but I ignored it. It's like, don't ignore your intuition. So please, don't forget that. Straight from my sister, Judith. <laughs> Calls are next. You have a question for me about you love life? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Debra. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Debra. What's going on? How can I help you? Well, I've, I've been divorced about two years. And I have a gentleman that we've been pretty tight for the last two years. We, we frequented an establishment that two sisters run. I really don't want to say the name. These girls are very friendly. He's always been sitting at the bar. He and I started dating. We've been dating mm -hmm. a couple months now. And we both go mm -hmm. to the same bar together. But I'm thinking there's something that the, one of the sisters has an attraction to him. And I'm, oh. I'm uncomfortable. Okay, what makes you say that? Well, we meet there because I work longer than he does. So he goes in the afternoon and I met him there the other night. And the two sisters and one of the barmaids was trying on new uniforms. And they each had a different outfit on asking his opinion as to which one would look the best that they start wearing at the as barmaids. And... The reaction to me was a little different when I walked in, as if they were doing something wrong. And I just, um, I don't know. He's reassuring me there's nothing, but I think it might be one-sided, and I don't know. I, I'm uncomfortable. I, I don't know what to do. Okay. Well, you have a magic tool, like every uh, woman in the world. You have an intuition. That is never wrong. So... My question, Deborah, to you is, in your intuition, do you think there's some shenanigans going on behind your back? Yes. When I walked in, I think he might like the attention, but I think one of them's really looking to cash in there. I see. I do. Well, then there is. So, I mean, I, I will never go against a woman's intuition. Uh, I've done this show for years. Never, ever a woman has been wrong on their intuition. So, um, if he denies it, your option is to simply stop dating him. I mean, if he doesn't recognize, maybe, and maybe nothing happened, just a flirt, but if your intuition is telling you something and he denies it, then you've got to ask yourself, why would I want to date a guy who would do something like this to me? That is, that's, I'm, I'm struggling with that because I feel bad asking him to stop going to an establishment that he's been going to for five years, but I, I guess you're right. It's either me or he continues going. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. That's a hard one, but thank you. That, that makes sense. 
You're most welcome, Deborah. You know, just remember in time of crisis, what is my intuition telling me? If you listen to your intuition, you will never, never be wrong. It's, it's the magic tool. Guys don't have a Devon instinct. I'm convinced women have this gift. I, I think you're right, actually. I think, I, I think you're right. <laughs> All right. All right, Deborah. Thank you so much for calling. Good luck and be strong. Thank you. Goodbye, Simon. Thank you. Coming up, I'm going to go help Ariana because her ex uh, has asked her something and she wants my help. So that's next. So I received an interesting email from Ariana who goes, Bonjour, Simon. My ex called me crying because he wants another chance. And I love him, but it's more like a friend kind of love now. So should I keep talking to him as a friend or is it time to cut it off completely? Good question. I'll answer next. So this is an interesting uh, Instagram DM I got at Rendezvous Radio with um, Ayana as an ex who called her crying. He wants another chance. She loves him, but now she loves him as a friend, meaning she doesn't want to romance with him no more. Ooh, la, la. So uh, should you still talk to your ex who's crying to want to have another chance, or is it time to cut it off completely? It is time to cut it off. You have to let him heal from the past. He has to heal. He has to accept this is finished, over, and uh, he has to move on, and you have to move on. So my advice is, yes, cut it off completely, and it will help him and help you. You call the next. Bonjour, Carrie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Carrie. What's going on? Yeah, I... Um... My goodness, I, I have this friend that um, we live across the country. We met a couple years ago, and during all of COVID, we stayed in touch, and we would watch TV shows together, pressing play, and I, I just really got the sense that he liked me more than a friend, and I recently came back across the country and saw him, and while he's not making any explicit moves, Simon, it's very clear that he perhaps wants something more, and I'm quite nervous because there's a tiny part of me that's interested, but I mm -hmm. don't want to lose the friendship um, if it goes south. So I don't know if you have any advice about this. Okay. Um, tell me, so you said there's a little side of you interested by the ulala with him or the romance with him. Tell me more about that. Like, How do you feel about him romantically? I'm not sure. I feel, well... I I know that I feel very comfortable with him, and I get excited when I see him. Um, but I don't know if the um, sensual side of things is there. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he he. I really appreciate and uh, like when he, you know, walks me to my car and and you know brings me coffee unexpectedly and does thoughtful things like that. But um, yeah, I, so I also let me... have a guard up. <laughs> Let yeah. me ask you straight. Do you want to kiss him? I would like to see what that feels like. Yes. But I'm scared. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But what if I lose okay. a friend, Simon? Oh, you're not going to lose the friend. Listen, you've got, you got to respect the universe. Whatever's meant to be is going to happen. So you go with the energy. You can't live by fear. It's like who doesn't dare doesn't live. So I really think let it flow. If you, if you feel at one point there's a moment where... You, you know, his, his head and mouth is close to your lips. Hop, you smooch. And smoochy doochy like that. And then, uh, <laughs> and then he feels good. He feels good. You do more. It doesn't. You do, you do less. You can't fight the universe. You've got to embrace it. That's my point. Can't live in fear, especially in fear of being kissed or kissing. Oh, 
Gosh, I'm so glad I called you. That, thank you. That makes a lot of sense. Makes You're most welcome. Sense. You know, joie de vivre, the love of living. That is what it is, the joy of living. And I, I think that, you know, really, Carrie, it, this is going to be fun. So I am not worried, okay? Uh, okay. All right. If you say so, Simon. Thank you. I say so. Smoochie doochie. Not going to hurt you. Smoochie doochie. <laughs> All right. Carrie, thank you for calling and good luck to you. Thank you so much, Simon. Coming up, we're going to go listen to Arnold's voicemail about this new girl he's dating. That's next. So, Arnold left me a voicemail with a question. Take a listen. Bonjour, bonjour, Simon. How you doing? This is Arnold. Um, I'm having some issues, man. My girlfriend, you know, she, she's real awesome, super sweet. Um, only thing is, when it comes to ooh-la-la, um, she's super shy. And I don't know how I should approach her about it or, you know, like telling her, you know, maybe I want to talk dirty or something, you know, without her feeling offended. So um, if you can help me out, it will be much obliged. Thank you so much. Yeah, what should you do, indeed, if your partner is a little shy in the Oudala department and you're not? I'll tell you my advice next. So Arnold left me a voicemail because if, kind of feels that his new girlfriend is a little too shy in the ooh-la-la department. What should you do? Um, turn off the light. <laughs> uh, or at least not too much light. And uh, my advice to go with the flow. If you're not natural doing the ooh-la-la, just break up, is my advice. Because if you can't have the chemistry, uh, it doesn't mean to be wild and savage right away or, or in any form, you know, pushing. But you just got to be yourself. If you have to think about what you should do in the ooh-la-la, forget ooh-la-la. It's either there or not there. So if you feel she's too shy, just be yourself. My experience is that if we feel awkward, something is awkward. And if, if, if it is awkward, then don't do it. But if the chemistry is there from kissing passionately, you know what to do. It always starts with a kiss. Now, if the kiss is not good, you're in big trouble. So start with the French kiss, and then slowly but surely, ooh-la-la, or not. Hope that helps you. Calls are next. If you have a feel-good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Mona. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Mona. So I'm glad you called me tonight because I know you have a love story you want to share on air, so I am all ears. I do. This is the story of how I met my husband. So mm -hmm. I was at a very dear friend's wedding, and he was the best man because it was his brother getting married <laughs> to my friend. Yes. And so when I got, you know, the ceremony was in a church, and so I was waiting in line to be kind of escorted to be seated, and he came out of nowhere. <laughs> and he was so <laughs> cute, this really handsome guy, and he chat, kind of chatted me up and, you know, had me be seated, and then um, it turns out like, there were a bunch of, like, family members and things he was supposed to be dealing with, and he saw me across the room and literally just, like, stopped and, like, beelined over so one of the other groomsmen wouldn't seat me. <laughs> and <laughs> we ended up dancing all night and just, like, you know, had a real connection. And then um, he messaged me the next day, and we dated. And then about almost to the day, five years later, we got married. Um, and we've oh. been married for three years now, and we have a beautiful baby girl. Oh, congratulations. What a beautiful story. Let's just go back in time. Tell me how you felt the first time you saw him for the first, first time. 
So just, can you, do you remember how you yeah, felt? Oh, yes, I do, because he was in a, a tux, you know, which men in Texas, it's like the most handsome. And <laughs> I didn't, you know, all of the guys were lined up and he wasn't there because he was talking to family. So he yeah. came into my field of vision and it was like, because <gasps> he's so handsome. And it just really Ooh. like kind of, like I like to, I like was taken aback because I was like, wow, he's really cute. And then we just had just right away. It was so easy to talk and he was so charming. And then we danced, which of course, you know, is so romantic. And uh, yeah, I felt like it was really, it was kind of love at first sight. I know that sounds cheesy, but it really was. It's not cheesy. I believe in it. It's not cheesy at all. It's beautiful. Listen, thank you so much, Mona, for sharing that story. Congratulations. And thank also you. On, your, on your little daughter. And you guys have a good night. Thank you. If you're listening to me right now, answer in your head. Do you have enough ooh-la-la in your relationship? We'll talk about that next. The moment of truth. Answer out loud, answer in your head, raise your hand. Do you have enough ooh-la-la in your relationship? The moment of truth, because I posted that on my uh, social media, at Rendezvous Radio, and guess what? 57% of you voted, no, I don't have enough ooh-la-la in my relationship. 57% don't have enough ooh-la-la. 43% said, yes, I do have enough. Um, I don't have enough at all because I've been single for too long. That's just for me. Anyway, like I said, only one life. So if you're in a relationship, or even if you're not, but you have a little chemistry, ooh-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. We can only help the mood. At least hopefully. Yeah, thank you so much for spending this night with me. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.